Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinions. Pop Pinions. Episode. Ooh, I have no eight. Yep. Oh, good. That's how, that's at least what I wrote. It could be nine, but. Yeah, we'll just say no one. No one's going to call us out on it. So Lisa and yeah. Brian. <laughs> that's it. No, he doesn't listen. We have too much content. Uh, <laughs> yes. I thought it was you scared we were going to run out of content. No, we have too much. Oh. Then you just can catch up. Yes. Yes. Case, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. It's been a it's been a week for sure. Corona. So, yeah. So I'm. I, Corona yeah. scare. We should say. Corona scare. I wasn't feeling well on the weekend, so I've had to take get a test done, and now I can't work until I get the negative result. That I'm like 99% sure it is not. Is that one? Is that one percent right it in is, there? It is. You never know. But if I if it was, it was very. If I did have it, or if I do have it, it was it was super mild. It's like it was like a mild flu kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, so we're still waiting on that TikTok. You know. Yeah, that's it. So it's been a pretty. I'm, I'm starting to get a little bored at home. Yeah. And I'm feeling bad that my coworkers are kind of having to pick up the slack, but you know. It's that time. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, once we get to October, November, December, that's flu season. Yeah. So. I almost just ate the mic. Arr, arr, arr. Yeah. Yeah. So, can I just say something really quick? Yeah. So, you know my love for Dax, Dax uh, Shepard. Yeah. And, um, and for his podcast, which has pretty much inspired this podcast. And, well, for me anyway. Um, anyways, he had, um, even if people, if you, if you don't listen to him, I highly recommend an episode called Day 7. And he has been sober for 16 years and he relapsed and he is so it is it's just it's so vulnerable and it's so like it, it actually I had to listen to it twice cuz it just gutted me and like he was just I felt I just felt for him and I it must be really hard to put yourself back out there. And then, you know, do you lose those 16 years? No, of course you don't, that you did accomplish that. But this whole idea of counting and, you know, like I just, yeah. Anyways, I highly recommend it. Even if you don't listen to him, that is a great episode. And it's under an hour. So, you know, because a lot of his podcasts are like an hour and a half, which I am, I would glad, I would listen to him all day. I, I would listen to him over watch TV. So he's my man. <laughs> Anyways, yes, thanks. I just wanted to put that out there because that was a thing that happened last week. And when I open the podcast, he doesn't usually have one on Fridays. Sometimes he does, but it'll say like bonus episode and it'll have a person's name. This just said day seven. So I started listening to it here at home and then I listened to it on the way to work and I was just a mess. Like I was really. It's hard. It's hard for someone that you hold in such high regard and someone who is also very vulnerable and just talks about how much of a struggle it was and how good of a place he was in yeah and, clearly- and, and the disease itself was really eye-opening because for me I'm not uh, you know I'm not an addict so I don't understand like how you can't look at your family and be like I will stop for them but it is a disease like it is like you can't even do that and that just kind of blew my mind that you know like I learned a lot too from it and Anyways, I was just really, I was proud of him. Like, I just think, you know, he didn't have to do that. No. He could have kept it to himself and they could have dealt with it as a family. And so, anyways, that's it for that. Our movie challenge for the week. Yeah, we've got a movie challenge and a new segment. Yes. We're all about new segments. We are. 
We might have to start repeating. Yeah, some, I was going to say. We're, I, we're getting to that point where we're like, uh, what else can we? I have, a, I have an idea for next week. An idea that we haven't done for a few episodes. Perfect. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first or me? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Because we watched this movie together. We did. Today. Yes. A few hours ago. Yep. Watched Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. 2006, which you thought was 10 years ago. I did. When I read it was 2006, I was like, I would have literally guessed eight to 10 years ago. Like, it just shows you how fast time goes. Yeah. So, lay it on me. All right. First first things first, as always, this is an all-star cast. This is... Yeah. A stacked cast. So, this is... I I want to know... If I'm going to list them. I put them in order of just my recognize of it, like how much I recognize them. Right, right. I want to see if you agree. Okay. I actually just realized I didn't put someone in there, but I'll put, <laughs> I'll put them in. All right. Number one, Steve Carell. 100%. For sure. My number two, what do you think my number two is? I'm going to say um, Greg Kinnear. No. Tony Collette. Oh, yeah. Well, that, she would be my number two. I just didn't know if it would be yours. But you did Unbelievable and stuff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you know her. Okay. Uh, my number three. I'm going to say Paul Dano. No, he really... I'm bad at this. That's okay. Alan Arkin would be three. Oh, God, I love him. So, isn't he so good? Well, him? especially, he's really good in that, but I always remember him from Argo. Yes. Argo, fuck yourself. Argo, fuck yourself. Now this is explicit. I, I actually think, though, this, I, I mean, I have to look on his IMDb, but I think this might be the first movie where he really got me where i was like who is this little gem like especially the character that he is yeah he's just really a hot mess and then it's greg kinnear which i'll get to his character in a minute and then paul dano who i didn't not that i'd seen that much but he's also pretty young in this and so it's sorry abigail breslin would probably be in between them too yeah yeah because she's she's been around like she's Mm -hmm. yeah and she's very young in this movie so the the plot of this movie and how i can sum it up in my words is Mm -hmm. Abigail Breslin is a, I don't want to say wannabe, she has done pageants and she's working with her grandpa who is Alan Arkin. Uh, and they, she wins in a competition. That's like the very beginning of the movie that she's won. And then she has to go on a trip to California. Yes. Redondo specifically. Oh, look at you in your memory. Um, so they have to drive from Albuquerque some far, like yes. hundreds and hundreds of miles. So then yeah. the family as a group, well, also I feel like it's fair to say that, uh, Frank, Steve Carell is, uh, just coming back from the hospital after an attempted suicide, which is pretty dark yeah. for what this movie is, but yeah, for sure. they don't, they don't kind of, they don't make it, it the it whole plot. Like, dwell on, like we don't no. dwell on it. They talk or... about it once. And then the only other time it comes up is when, he sees the student that he fell in love with. Right. And he has to hide his wrists because yeah. of the like bandages. Yeah. Uh, and then it's a bunch of wacky hijinks. Mm-hmm. Driving. They forget her at a gas station, which I called. As soon as they started driving, the <laughs> camera was off a little bit of where she was sitting. I'm like, they totally forgot her. Yeah. Because she was like, oh, I'm just going to go practice my dance in the bathroom or something. Yeah. Um. The car not being able, they always had to push it yeah, to get it going. To get it because it couldn't go into first or second gear. But if they pushed it long enough, they could get into it third. to third. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number one thing from this movie, mm-hmm. and it is my number one favorite thing from this movie, is Greg Kinnear. Yeah. He is just the worst. <laughs> yes. The absolute worst, which is why he was my favorite part because he was just did such a good job with the character. Yeah. Who just cared about, didn't care about his family, didn't want to go on this trip. 
is calling a publisher the whole time, which ends up being Brian Cranston, which is mm-hmm. pretty funny. Yep. And then I guess he has a redeeming moment at the end. I think he totally does. That's what makes it. Don't you think at the end? Because he's he's all about you got to be a winner and you got to be a winner and you got to do these nine steps and he's all and then he gets on stage and is, just starts dancing with her. And I think that was a huge arc in his character where it was like, it was very redeeming. Like he's like, ah, screw it. Let's just have some fun up here, right? I also feel like it took the his entire world to crash and he's basically bankrupt yeah. for him to do that. Sometimes that's what people need. Yeah. Hit rock bottom, right? But I mean, saying that obviously it's character. So yeah, yeah. but he, I think he did a great job. He really did. He was as much as I love Abigail Breslin and she was great. He was my favorite part of the movie really? just because of how much I was like, God, he just sucks. And then yeah, yeah. him and Frank are going back and forth in the car having these like, oh, uh, yeah, I, I know what sarcasm is actually. He's like, oh, you do like, wow, that's and they're just at each other's throats. Yeah. Um, I said it right. Uh, it's a great spin on the pageant scene because obviously it's horrible and demeaning, but. They just kind of, they do it where she's not in it for like the fame or for like the cosmetic reasons. She's kind of there just to have fun and obviously try to win. Yeah. Um, Alan Arkin's character yeah. is amazing. It's amazing. And then just like, I don't want to say half, maybe more than halfway through the movie, he just doesn't wake up. Yep. He goes in the bathroom, does drugs one more time and... That. just doesn't wake back up i thought he for his screen time he probably this is a thing in basketball that i call like efficiency rating for the amount that he was on the screen he yeah. was the best okay but greg Kinnear, because he was in the whole movie to me was right, a little right. bit better that's fair um oh my the whole time um every time they're pushing the car and steve carell has to run yeah it's like tom cruise but more straight <laughs> right. and like the arms are so it's just yeah it's hilarious really mm-hmm. yeah his character, his character obviously gone through some stuff. I love, I don't know why, but I just, not that I liked the fact that he was gay, but that they just kind of like sprinkled that in there. Yeah. Especially for a movie that was like 14 years ago or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I was expecting, especially when we watched, um, not Juno, what's the... Oh, I love Juno. Um, what was the one we watched? Uh, Garden State. Right. When there was a lot of R word used. Yeah. I was kind of expecting something like that, but there yes. wasn't really. No. It was more of just like at the beginning when they talk about him being gay and then Alan Arkin says like, says something along the lines of, I mean, there's something else you could call it. Right. Instead of gay. Yes. So. so yeah, I loved um, Tony Collette's like as a mom. I thought she was so I just thought she like I, I, I really enjoyed watching her because she really was all about like just letting the kids be and you it's know. all about family. Was yeah, her. and she was just she was just like go go on stage do your thing like just she wasn't an overbearing like mom she really was pretty she's pretty chill because you had Greg Kinnear on the other end that was like you, you have to be a winner and nine you gotta, steps yeah and he, she was just like whatever like just let them be so so overall really liked it yeah. I, it was definitely a you movie yes it is um my other I had two more things okay number one is Paul Dano the most underrated part of this movie. Hmm. yeah he could be because he's on this like i don't even remember what it was it wasn't communist manifesto but it was something radical where yeah he's wearing a shirt that says jesus was wrong and he hasn't talked for nine months at the beginning of the movie he has yeah. like this ultimate freak de- or like freak out when he realizes he's colorblind 
which was kind of weird that he wouldn't notice that at a younger age. Maybe he's just like red green colorblind because that's what that's yeah. how they. But just right. found that. Yeah, that he hasn't noticed. But how would you unless somebody's like specifically asked you? But yeah, so I'm pretty sure he was wearing red shoes. Nah, look at you, eagle eye. Um, and then obviously the ending. Oh, the ending is what makes like the whole movie when she comes out and does her routine. You're just like, what is actually happening? And all the other kids are, they're standing so proper and they've got their hair all done. And and she's just kind of standing there like, not not that she's out of place, but by how she's standing, she looks out of place. Yeah. And all the other kids are super done up and she's just looks regular. Right. So, and then she comes out and does that dance and it's like the best thing ever. It's again, it adds to the efficiency of Alan, Alan Arkin's character that he teaches this little girl who obviously doesn't know about super freak. <laughs> no. And just has her do this ridiculous, just outrageous, inappropriate oh, dance. So People good. are leaving the leaving the ballroom because they don't want their kids to be watching this. Yeah. And she's just she's just going she's, ham. She's yeah. ripping off clothes and Oh yeah. Her stripper moves. Oh god, it was amazing. Imagine the first time you're watching that well, you did watch it that for was, the first time today, mm-hmm. but just like, you know, expecting that. The only reason I kind of ruined it is because for you is because I said, Oh, Meg, you got to watch the end at least, you know. So you must have known there was something coming. Well, I knew, I knew it wasn't just going to be. Oh, she did the dance and she won. This movie wasn't about winning, even though they tried to tell us the whole time it was about winning. I knew it wasn't going to be. Right. I liked what they did. Yeah. I th- I thought it was a a good way to end it. And yeah, as much as I didn't like Greg Kinnear's character, he's the first one that he's uh almost like chokes out the host because they're trying to stop her from dancing yeah. and then just gets on stage and then everybody ends up on stage it's definitely a great moment yeah for sure good yeah all right your movie so i watched the other guys which had you have you watched it or gosh no oh no okay. i would I never like- have watched that in a million years i don't think hmm. um just be- because it just looks silly okay yeah, so it's from 2010. It has Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, and they play um, uh, police officers. NY- NYPD? Oh, actually, I don't uh, know. Yeah, because there's a part about Wahlberg's characters there because he shot Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, right. So it is. And and then you have Eva Mendez plays Will Ferrell's wife, which is actually really funny. It, it honestly She's is... only in about three scenes, but it's, re- it's pretty funny because mm-hmm. she's like obviously drop-dead gorgeous. And and he's you know he's actually kind of mean to her. Oh, one hundred percent. Just like yeah. it's like nagging her. He's yeah. He's like, Can oh you yeah, put she's on something nicer. And she's wearing like this beautiful boobs all out, like just done up to the nines. And he's like, sorry, my wife looks so like. like and and he, I think he says something like, oh, they're not all first round picks. And yeah, like just yeah. keep saying all these things. And Mark Wahlberg's character the whole time is like. What? okay no who is this no. like what like, like no really and he's like oh it's the old ball and chain and she and the part that they did was so great with her is that she's playing along with it so it's like oh yeah like that's just him yeah like, whatever yeah for sure uh so opening scene is the rock and samuel L. jackson which is great because i kind of was like oh those are going to be the competing people and so the first scene's really crazy and over the top and um yeah, I don't want to, should I say? Well, okay. If you haven't seen this movie from 10 years ago, sure. Spoiler alert. Yeah. The other guys, so the beginning is them chasing a bad guy. They end up and on a roof. The, yeah, and they're like the heroes always, right? And then they end up on this roof and they're like, 
the I guess the bad guys. Oh, they zip line down. Yeah, and they like they cut, cut the, the line, line so they can't follow them. So then they're like, "Oh, you know what we need to do?" And they're like, "Aim for the bushes." And then they start jumping, but there's no bushes. It's it's literally like a sidewalk and a street. Yeah, and they land in the street. I'm pretty sure on the yeah, sidewalk. sidewalk. And yeah, fall just, to their death. Yeah. So it was. I was like, "Oh, oh, I know what I'm in for now, and this is gonna be." So my only like it was entertaining. It would not be something I would watch normally it was but it was entertaining my only criticism with it is they were always yelling like they're always like mark Wahlberg's character is so angry and they're always like yelling at each other and there's there's a lot of yelling oh for sure there definitely is even yeah. when even when they're just sitting at the desk and will ferrell's like character is like oh it's 9 15 let's have a good morning and it's not mark Wahlberg's character it's uh bobby can kind of yeah and it's like shut the fuck up like just like yelling at him yeah and then even just like the conversations they have and um I think Mark Wahlberg calls himself a lion and then Will Ferrell's like, I'd be a shark and then I'd bring you into the water and then we would all destroy, like we would all tear you apart. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of yelling. So I watched it in the the morning, which was my bad because it's not a morning kind of movie. Oh no, it's very aggressive. Because I'm like, you know, you kind of want like more of a chill whatever and i was like wow these people are really yelling <laughs> so yeah but i mean it was yeah it's a great cast i will say that like really like a lot of people and those are just the main people but there was a lot of other like um damon wayans is in it and mm-hmm. yeah like you said body bobby kind of uh, kind of uh, he's in a lot and he's really funny the weirdest part of the movie definitely has to be um the ex-girlfriend when they go to her oh, house yeah and she just really wants Will Ferrell's character to have sex with her because yeah. she's still in love with him, and she has a she has a weird name, and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, but Mark gosh. Wahlberg gets it wrong, and she go and yes, he just goes, "Are is. you deaf or are you stupid?" Right? Yeah, it's a very an aggressive movie. Yeah. Like there's a lot of we're always yelling at everybody, and mm-hmm. yeah, isn't that? I don't know if you remember this, but isn't there? Doesn't Will Ferrell's car get stolen and then? The cops tell him it's a bunch of homeless guys having sex. Sex in it, yeah. And Sturdy Mike and the boys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they show up and, yeah, no, it's it's an interesting one, that's for sure. That's why I didn't want to tell you that The Rock and Samuel Jackson were in it because yeah. that's for sure when you start watching that movie, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, so it's going to be these guys and then Mark Wahlberg. And they're Will they're Ferrell, the little guys. The, yeah, and they have to do something. And and just aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. Yeah, oh, no. that was pretty funny. And there's, and just yeah, like a great use of them because especially like 2010, it's funny to think about The Rock now because he's what the number one, number two star in the world. Yeah. But at that was, point, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Same as Jackson was. Yeah, but. yeah, undeniable. But just them together, and you're just like, oh, this is gonna be great, and they just die in the first ten minutes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, that's. Let's see, let's see where this goes. Yeah, that's the road we're going down. Yeah. So that's it. Do you have one for me for next week? You need to make a nice list, my friend. Sorry. (laughs) No, I know. Just because then you tell me sometimes late. Sometimes I want to watch them on the weekends when I'm not working. It's a good thing I'm not working right now. Um, Have you ever heard of the movie Seven? Yeah, like the Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, have you ever seen it? I watched it, but it was a long time ago. okay. So I was going to say maybe that one, but... Okay, so I have another Steve Carell one then for you. Okay. Dan in Real Life. We have watched that together. Okay. See, I need to make a list too then. Okay, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, for next week. Okay. So our new segment. 
I didn't think of a segment name. <gasps> I know. Wow, you guys, Jack is slacking. The only thing I could think of is like the elements of entertainment was. I put what makes a good movie or TV show. It's bad. Basically the same thing. So you want to just go back and forth and you told me you have examples. Yeah, I have a few. I'm more of examples just like off the top of my head. Okay. Um. So what I, I mean, the very first thing is I thought of is like what actually makes like a good movie or TV show. Like when you really break it down, is it the acting? Is it the directing? Is it the writing? Is it the editing? Is it the music? Is it casting? Is it, you know, is it a good twist? Is it good you know, actors in it. Like, yeah. So it's like trying to think of that. And I really, I mean, there's no straight answer because it really depends on like what you're going in with, with your head, with your mindset of like, this is what I want to get out of it. You know, a TV show or a movie. This is what I want. I want to laugh. I want to cry. I want to, I don't know, be on the edge of my seat. I want to try and figure out this murder plot. Like there's so many elements. So really it was a hard thing to, kind of narrow down but I mean for TV shows stuff like hospitals law um like lawyer things um any kind of um emergency like fire or because those are endless stories right you can always bring in new characters you can always have new stories and then I was thinking of a show like The Blacklist which I do like the show. I'm not knocking the show, but they had this kind of gimmick to get you in was who is red, right? Who is, who plays that's um, a, that's, and that's James what a, Spader. That's and, with a lot of shows, like uh, even Pretty Little Liars was all about right, a. a. And then, but when you set up a show like that, like there has to be um, like a payoff. Yeah. Like you have to kind of deal with it. I hate shows that go on and on and on. And you're never really telling us what that is. Like for me, I get frustrated, like, like finish that and then like try and move on to something else. Right. But the pretty little hours is a great example because then it's like, we found out who a was, but then was it really a, and cause they want to keep the show going. Right. Well, because of how popular it was, right? which I totally get, but there has to be, I just, I just think you have to be careful with those things, right? Mm-hmm. Like the gimmicky ones frustrate me personally because I just get like, okay. But then also like the hospital ones start bugging me too, right? Because I'm like, oh, okay, here's the recipe of the show, right? Yeah. Anytime they follow, start following too much of a recipe, I get bored because I can figure it out usually, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything to say to that? Um, yeah, I mean, the one the one thing I wrote for both, and they're the same word, but they have different meanings to me about both, it's adaptability. Okay. For me, mo- a movie is, where can, can I watch this anywhere? Okay. Because there's a lot of movies that they say, oh, you have to watch this in the theaters. Right. Oh, you have to watch this at home, but with good surround sound. I Not that I prefer movies, but I think it's definitely an advantage for a movie if I can watch it in the movie theater, if I can watch it at home, if I could watch it on my laptop, if I could watch it on my phone. Right. There's just so many options that I think a movie that relies too much on being seen in one form, I guess, is just not as good to me. Right. But you would never watch Mission Impossible or a Marvel movie on your phone, would you? I have, but... But not the first time. No. Right. Not the very first time. The first time you're going to see those kind of big action movies or superhero movies on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you wouldn't... I don't think you would. There's other, sh- like, movies and things like 
dramas and stuff that you don't have to see. But I agree with that adaptability, especially because we have so many, we have so many ways we can watch things and we have so many streaming devices now and we have, right? It's just like an endless supply of content now, which almost is overwhelming because it's like, because ever ever so much because everyone follows netflix because then it goes okay there's amazon prime video oh okay there's disney plus okay nbc's coming out with one okay there's hbo max there's just apple yeah apple we have them all it's ridiculous every single one i know the nbc one but i don't think we need it no that's why no but we have everything else you just said yeah which yeah and then you have you know your whatever your cable on top of it and I don't know. I couldn't give up any of those, though. Like, I would never give up HBO or no, Netflix, they're... Prime. Like, I like them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the other thing I was going to... I just thought of when you talked about the, like, kind of, like, otherworldly being in shows is the show that I thought did it well, but then they also kind of ruined it for themselves with Stranger Things. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, there's this Demogorgon, and then they stop it, and then it comes back, mm-hmm. and then it comes back again. Like, it yeah. just was... It got too repetitive. Because the first season was amazing i loved the mm-hmm. first se- second season was good and then i don't even think i watched the third because i was like i feel what like what else again, is gonna happen that we haven't seen yeah what are you gonna do kidnap another kid and like it just gets too repetitive and again that same recipe of you know which is too bad because i really like those characters and the kids and it was it was fun to see and i loved winona Ryder making her big comeback she was really big in my era like in my generation she was really big and then she kind of had that lull. So it was kind of fun to see her again. And it was the 80s. And yeah, that's a perfect example of like shows that are just like, okay, but like something else now. <laughs> like yeah, just because just, they just because they're so successful. And I'm pretty sure the two brothers that made it, I can't remember their names right now, but uh, they said, we have this plan for the show. I think it was after season one, they did like a, like a, finale like after the finale yeah they said the show's gonna go on for i feel like they said five seasons oh, okay and i was just like why would you set yourself up like that unless you're a show like this is us that did it where they said we're gonna be this many se- we have this many seasons left because they wrote enough for that because they have the storylines they have it kind of mapped out i'm not saying they have every episode written but they had a story like lines. a general idea so you know at least where it's going right by the way dad and i started watching season four on Netflix because it just came out. Mm-hmm. We started it last year and I don't know what happened. I had started a new job and I was just too overwhelmed and we just stopped watching it. And we were to, let's just wait for it to come out and then we'll hammer it out one, you know, one weekend or something because mm-hmm. that's apparently how people watch TV now. It really, um, yeah, it yeah no. So we were like, I can't, I just can't give up this week to week anymore. So anyways, and it is, it's a great show. It is a, it's a really well done show. Mm-hmm. And it catch, catches you in your feels. It really does. And that's yeah. why it's good It's good that they saw what they have and realized, because there's only really a few shows that have done it where they realize, oh, we're really good. We're going to have this planned out. We're going to leave on top. Like we're going to, we're not going to go on for, like at the show I always think of is Entourage, right. that it kind of went on for like a season too long. Yeah. And he, went through like the drug phase and he's dating a porn star like it was just kind of unnecessary but this is us seems like it hasn't planned out and it's not going to go longer than it has to right that's the same as fleabag oh fleabag was i mean it was such a good show they're not doing anymore they're not doing anymore Mm -hmm. yeah especially for a show that's 
so has a lot of popular. accolades. Yeah. yeah, no, they're done. And like Friends, or uh, sorry, I was thinking Friends in my head, but I meant Seinfeld. Seinfeld was the same. They were super popular and they were just like, no, we're going out on top. Like, I think it like leaves people just like wanting more as opposed to like, oh, is that show still on? Like, you'd rather people say, oh, yeah, like, I can't believe I would love to see that again or something as opposed to like, oh, yeah, I stopped watching that years ago. Right. Because it got silly. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? So I have I also have written down some really great scenes that I was thinking of. Because I was going to ask you, like, do you think a really great scene can make a movie? Depends on the movie. I feel like it would have to be, for me, it would have to be like a bad movie that has a memorable scene. Right. I think if there's a good scene in a good movie, it just becomes part of the good movie. Like, it's just a a piece of it. And I don't really think, at least like... Like, when I think of really good movies, I can't think of one scene that really makes a movie. Right. Do you have, right. like, examples of... I don't. I was trying to think. But for some reason, when I was thinking of really good scenes, the first one that popped in my head was the marriage, a marriage story with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson when they're fighting in their apartment. Oh, when he's like, like, I wish you were dead. I wish, I you, wish would you would. I wish you would. Yeah, that's die. a pretty powerful scene. Like they're yelling at each other, saying the most awful things to each other. And because it's just there's so much hurt. But the way that scene is done is um, you you really, you feel it. It's like, it's real. Like, And then I started thinking, I, I don't know how as actors, like it really, I'm impressed by them because especially a scene like that, to get that emotional and raw as soon as someone says action, like I would have to be already crying or like have a whole thing. And then if say your scene partner or something happened, like what if they start laughing? Because that happens when people get uncomfortable and then you have to, get back in there like for me that scene i i just think adam Driver. well they both were incredible but adam driver was just he really he really drives it home yeah nice yeah i was gonna say when you said that i was just kind of on instagram or tiktok or something and i saw this video of you and mcgregor talking mm-hmm. about the third star wars movie and at one point he's telling like now portman like padme about how Anakin had turned to the dark side and he murdered all these children and apparently he couldn't stop laughing when he was talking about that so if you watch it so if you watch it back he goes and like covers his mouth as Mm. he's saying it so you're like oh my god he that's what he had to do to not laugh and he's just talking well obviously it's a fictional story but he's talking about murdering children right right and that it's probably so yeah like I just don't know how they do that when they are just like okay and action and then you have to be this other person like for me it's I think it's pretty remarkable i know it's not we're not saving lives here or, no that's all, that's but, like the sports thing too people compared like living in a bubble to the military and it's just that's what yeah. we're not here for it's not that serious no yeah for sure um another scene i had was um have you ever seen call me by your name i think you did see it with um Timothy oh Arm- an army hammer yeah i've never seen that okay so the movie itself is very it's slow it's it's a like it depends who you ask like I didn't mind it I know other people were like it was way too slow it was whatever for me it was it was like I liked it it wasn't like oh my god amazing but there is a scene in there where the dad is talking to the son which is played by Timothy Chalamet and he this conversation is about three minutes long and for me it made the whole movie like it's so beautiful what his dad says and it's um the the space and the air that is given you know it's not like a like it just seems very natural like you can tell it's not he's not reading 
like I know he's reading from a script, but it doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. It feels like a very natural, you know, like he, he takes a breath and he gets a drink and he's anyways like it feels like something that would happen in a real conversation yeah like it and it was so beautiful because he was just talking about the love and stuff and how well you'd have to watch it i would never want to even try to say what it is yeah because i feel like i would not do it justice but for me that movie like even if you just watch that scene i think you would even get it just just by not seeing the whole movie you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah so that's your project for next week what? Go watch that scene. Oh, I'd rather just watch the whole movie. Okay, well you can. Um, I was gonna say when you said that, I thought of a like not great movie. It's a cute movie that I watched, like rewatched recently. Uh, Love Simon. Yeah, it is cute. The scene to me that makes that movie is like Josh Duhamel is. Um, I can't remember the kid's name now, but Simon. No, no, <laughs> like the act. <laughs> Smartass. Um. Like Josh Duhamel as a dad had always made jokes like, "Oh, are you like masturbating in here?" And like, "Oh, don't you love Gigi Hadid or whatever?" And like, not knowing he's gay, and then he, he finds out and he kind of struggles with it, and then eventually they just have this heart to heart outside where it's just like, he he admits that it it took him a little bit to accept, but obviously he's his son and and he loves him, and that that to me that scene made that movie right because it's just. Like he lost his friends and mm-hmm. he could just tell his life was in a tailspin and he just needed that calming force, which was his dad. Yeah. So scenes can make a movie then. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, then scenes Or can... memorable, I guess. Or... Yeah, memorable scenes. I don't, I wouldn't say that scene made, like, I mean, I kind of said it made the movie, but you also... certainly did. But then also like the ending is kind of, they're just kind of cheering him. Yeah, go gay, go be gay. Right. And just it feels a little bit like maybe it just... Contrived a little like... Yeah, maybe just let him yeah, find the don't... secret guy and not just like everyone cheer it on and... Right. Yeah, it's weird. It's a little over the top. Mm-hmm. Then I was, um, I was thinking like what made certain movies, like what made Breakfast Club so fantastic, you know? And I was trying to think like... I think it was that combination of having kind of at the time, okay, everybody, uh, ma- majority of people represented, okay, at the time. This is uh, an 80s no, no, movie. You, I know what you mean. I can I can help you explain okay, that. Okay, thank you. It's the levels of high school because you, you have thank you. you have a jock, you yes. have a nerd, you have the weird like goth girl, you yeah. have the popular girl, you have the guy that's too cool for school. Right. Like all the elements of a stereotypical high school. Yes, right. Thank you. You're that welcome. was good. So well, I think I knew what you're saying. I know. And not just I was everyone's like, <laughs> represented. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't mean that. No, I don't mean that at all. Um, but it, and then you kind of have, they all have their own struggles, and they all have like everyone can relate to one of them or a bit of everyone, and mm-hmm. they become. It's a group. It's one of those where I feel like it was the first movie I can think of where ever like they realize everybody has problems yes like that it's not just them and then they kind of get this bond yeah because they wouldn't they would never have hung out with each other but they get stuck in detention this one time and yeah it's such a good movie i love that movie classic just makes you want to like get in detention or something no don't do that not really um that's all i really had the only other one i wanted to talk about was mean girls because i was thinking 
When I was thinking about movies, I was thinking that movie when it came out wasn't as popular as it is now. Oh no, that became like a cult classic. Like my, oh. I think it's my. That's my, exactly what I put. For Call sure, it. my age group watching that, and well, like I had to watch it in high school. Yeah. It just became, and it was something I watched. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't have chosen to watch this movie just by looking at it, but it's a good movie. I don't really like the plastic part to me is it funny. I'm more like the side like her like her original friends, friends like yeah. Damien like she doesn't even go, go here. here. But there's so many like it's October 3rd because that's coming up. Oh yeah, everybody loves that day. Right? Or it's just it's literally just him and saying people just, what day is it today? It's, it's October, October 3rd. 3rd. Right? And now everyone in a couple of days is going to be like it's October 3rd, right? Yep. Or on Wednesdays we wear pink. Yep. There's so many like lines. Iconic lines that yeah, come out of it. Yeah, but it was not popular when it came out. Like it it took it took some... Yeah, because that's 2004. Look at your memory. God, you're incredible. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Right? And I, and now it still has a lot of legs. Like I mm-hmm. think that Especially makes a good you... movie too, right? Something that kind of can go with the time or, you know... Evolve, then, evolve with it. Yeah. I was trying to think of movies that were maybe ahead of its time, but I, it was hard to kind of, it was hard to figure that out. You know, like movies that maybe if it was made now, it would be more popular, but it's just a hard road to go down because they don't even know kind of where to start. But, yeah. you know, I feel like not that I would ever want them to redo Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club but I think they could do a version of it now. Right. Just a little it's, bit. It's, mo- it's a little more modern. There's more representation Yes. But, but the concept of it doesn't have to change. Right. And it doesn't have to be all the stereotypical high school because I don't think that really exists anymore. No, I don't think so either. But it may be just for us up here. I don't know. Yeah. Opiri. Opiri. Um, We're Canadian. One TV thing, and I think you would agree with this, you either need a show. I For me, I need a show to either have a slow burn, mm-hmm. like really evolve your story. Or you can be wild and crazy, but you can't go on for too long. Oh, that's good. Because I would say as soon as you said a slow burn, I thought of The Americans. For me, that was one of my favorite shows to watch because it was a slow burn and you really got to know those characters. Like by the end, you you actually feel like they're like, you know them, like they're real people. So to me, they're doing something right if I'm cheering them on, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I agree with you. If you're going to do it, like euphoria sure come back for a second season i would love to see it plus there's a scene in euphoria when i was looking up favorite scenes where she goes uh rue goes played by zendaya who just won the emmy and she goes to her drug dealer friend's house and she's banging on the door oh, that's a that's a powerful scene oh my god she's screaming like, like you did you this to me and just like now me. you're just now you're not gonna help me now you're just gonna like throw me but and it's he's- like her whole thing like it's a roller coaster at first she's just like please 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 like just just give me a little it's bit like, yeah, it's you sad, know and, and it's just like no like no, i need no. this and then please, it's please. mad and then it's like she just goes through this whole like journey right and, and the I'm- whole time and i love that i can't remember his name right now but the guy no. who plays fez yeah it's fez right it is see your memory um He's like sitting on the other end of the door and he's crying, crying. because he lo- like he loves her like he they're does. best friends and he just wants her. He wants everything to be OK. Yeah, I know. It's so good. Anyways, now I can't remember where I got off that tangent because it made me think of that. It was the sh- short burn. Or, yeah, like or, euphoria to me. I don't think that could go on for too many seasons. No, especially like just, high school kids. Mm-hmm. Like you, you got it because it is a little on the crazier side or 
not crazy, but just like in a, it's a, it's outrageous. A, yeah. Like, un, so you, like over the top, unnecessary, not unnecessary, but over the top, over the top. You can't, it can't just, you can't do that for too long. Otherwise it's just gonna be like, Oh my God. Do you know, <laughs> like, do you know what you turn into then mm. turn into 13 reasons why Thirteen right. reasons why the first season I have to say as much as people didn't like the whole like mental health and yeah. just kind of the suicide part of it. Right. First season is so well done. So and then, well done. I don't even know, like they might be on season four at this point because yeah. they just kind of kept adding things and then it turned into murder mysteries and people are solving crimes. Like no one's doing this in high school. I know yeah. no one's also doing what they do in Euphoria in high school, but yeah, I think there's more of a chance that people are out partying and doing drugs all the time than solving murders of their friends. You know what show did a good job with high school was Friday Night Lights. Yeah, because they they brought in some real topics, but also it was just it surrounded was, by football. But it was it was it was normal on a like on a like on a level. It was like oh, that's relatable. Like it was like you know relationships and and it wasn't just about that. So mm-hmm. I thought Dawson's Creek did a good job too. I liked that show when I it was back in that. the day. Dating myself. Yeah, other people will agree. Yeah. Well, there are shows that are. I like the. The slow burn thing is a good one. Like Gilmore Girls, I think, did, excuse me, did that for me where it was like you really got to know characters and they were on for seven seasons. So not that it was like a slow burn, but it was like it evolved. Like it just it evolved. evolved. It, did, it yeah. didn't need to like especially Gilmore Girls. Nothing really like yeah crazy happens. Yeah, it's just no. more about like Smart. relationships and mother like, and like personal. Yeah. It's not about, oh, my God, look what happened. It's <laughs> yeah, just no, kind it's of like, no, this that. is this is our world. And like she goes to high school and she goes to like university and like they just kind of like go through life in those seven seasons together. Yeah. One show I hope doesn't overdo it is Killing Eve. That would be the one I would say like they got there, what, know. two, two seasons? I think they might be three. Maybe two. Maybe you're right. Maybe we're going into third. Anyway, such a good show. Like I am so obsessed with it. But it, I could see where it would be like, okay, at some point, we we got to pick a lane here. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't... Yeah. can't just keep killing Eve. Right? Or trying to. Yeah. Like, Homeland, I think, did a good job. They kind of wrapped it up. They were like, okay. Because there was a couple seasons. Like, that's another thing. Like, shows, you know, like, Animal Kingdom is a great example of it had a lull of a season. How many viewers did you lose in that season three that every right you, i mean i'm rewatching it now but like yeah once i got to season three i was like this this just doesn't really feel worth it anymore but season four is incredible again right but it's that you can't it's like in tv are they still going yeah they are they can't have um it's almost like you can't have a lull or or you lose people now because there's so many other things out there. Yeah, where as soon as a show mm, the show isn't really to my liking, I'm gonna go watch something else. Yeah, which I'm really bad for. Like Dad still watches Grey's Anatomy. I give up that show when Lexi died. Spoiler alert! Sorry, <laughs> she died like in season like four or five. No, it's later than that. Really? I, okay. I like I stopped at season three or four, but I also know everyone that dies and basically when they die. Yeah. And it just got so like every season finale was something so dramatic. And but I that's was why like, if you're going for 10 seasons plus and you're a show that's about a hospital, you kind of not you run out of ideas, but you have to go. All right, there's going to be this train crash. Right. All right. There's going to be a plane crash. Okay, now yeah, it's, we've had every crash imaginable. We've had, you know, a gun 
men we've had bombs we've had yeah i guess it oh, is well, that was a good episode <laughs> the bomb, i guess it I, is I remember true, the bomb right? you, you remember the bomb one yeah i do and it's yes. like stuck in a person yeah and then um who saves the day because meredith no no like it she's, was a, like, she's there though no it's a bomb squad guy it's um oh kyle chandler kyle chandler and shonda rhimes said that was her biggest regret was killing him off like that because she would have liked to see what that character could do. Yeah, it would have been fascinating. He's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, Coach Taylor. Yeah. Big Little Lies, another TV show. I know you didn't watch the second season, but it's it, when... I think it was because that first season was so good. I'm like, I don't... I just thought, I don't know. There's To me, there's no way they could top it. No, and they definitely didn't, but it is still good. But I think when you're going... When you're making something from a book... And it's such a big hit. And then you go off script kind of, you know, Game of Thrones, Big Little Lies. You know, there it's it's happened. That those are the only two I can think off the top of my head. I'm sure there's lots more. But mm-hmm. where you're going, 13 Reasons Why was another one. It was a book, you know. And then you go off script. I, I just think you're losing something. Mm-hmm. Not saying those people can't write it, but it's just... It's there's nothing you're not following anything then, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. What else you got? Um, one of them was like attention to detail, and I think I was oh, I, was th- I said that too. I was thinking more about movies for that. Mm-hmm. I guess there was TV shows because everyone criticized Game of Thrones a lot because there was a Starbucks cup and there was a water bottle and scenes. People get so wound up about that stuff. But it's again, so we 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 talked about this before that everyone loved that show so much that they just needed to pretend they hated it so that they wouldn't miss it that much. Right? It's like a breakup, like a real breakup with like your partner. Oh, I didn't even like that show anyway. So what, right, whatever. What happens in? Oh, there's like <laughs> there's like battles and what medieval times and there's swords and dragons. This yeah. is so crazy, but everybody watched that week to week i know once it went because i was season seven i want to say it was when i watched it week to week right i watched it right after season six yeah i think i did too right was there eight seasons yeah. or seven because because mm-hmm. se- then seven was like the go over the wall and stuff and then there was right or no wait, maybe that is the last season but there was two more seasons after six yeah because there was a big gap in there too I was, I'm so lucky I did it the way I did it because I just binged the entire show in like for six seasons and then I didn't have to wait very long, right? No. Yeah, because you watched it like a couple of months after I watched it. I'm, I'm actually- Because we f- convinced you to watch it and I it know. took forever and you were such a baby about it. Such a baby. I know. Even one of my friends, she was like, I know you would like the show. Like, I know you would. Like, what is your problem? <laughs> That's why like, we, okay. we just have to tell you that- Listen, animals are going to die. They're not that nice to them, but it's not a huge plot. They don't make it like it's, they don't make you watch it for too long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with the people dying. It was the animals, like the dragon and the wolves. Oh, God, that killed me. Anyways. um, I was going to say something else. Sorry about Game of Thrones. And now I forget. You're talking about being like off scripts and books and. Yeah. But then what were you saying? You were saying something else too. Um, I think what Game of Thrones lacked, and that was one of the things I wrote down, was self-awareness. Mm. I just think some shows, like the show, the number one show I think of, and it's obviously because I like it, but Barry, Barry. they've said, like, if we don't have any more, they're, after season one, they were like, we didn't really have a plan to keep going, but mm-hmm. we had to, like, get together in the writer's room before we even would confirm to, to HBO that we would keep going. Right. 
I just I like that they're showing us how much they really care about it. That they they're going to give the us the show, like, yeah. not necessarily the money they're going to make because of the show. Like they want it to be a top quality show, mm-hmm. and it is right. And then you have shows like Brooklyn Nine Nine that just keeps hanging on. Like it's amazing. Like, that was that was another one. It was consistency, which Brooklyn Nine Nine is definitely one of them. The other one that I haven't finished because I think it had a low was Modern Family. It was consistent for a good. I say like seven, eight years for me. Right. And then I'm only really short two seasons, I think. Yeah. You'll go back though. And if you rewatch it, you'll see like there might be episodes that are not like it's hard when you have a top quality show like that. Especially the the writing of it is just so perfect or they just they'll set something up a line before and it just and it just or how everything comes together in that show. Right. Yeah. Like something in the background will be exactly what the person's saying. Yeah. They have so many moments like that. They do. And so I think when you have a show like that, it's really hard to have 10 seasons of 20 some odd episodes where they're that quality. And sometimes you have to just be like, okay, that one wasn't as funny, but it doesn't mean the show sucks really. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you'll go, if you go back and you watch season 10, you'll see it's the quality is still there for me. It was um, for me. It'd be like, I guess if I rewatch all of it, then it would be, okay, they bring it back. Right. Yes. Because I felt that lull. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's, yeah, it's those, like we were saying, Animal Kingdom, like there are shows that, you know, Homeland had a lull, like it's going to happen. And that's where you're unfortunately going to lose viewership because there's so many other things, so many other options. People are like, meh, let's go watch this now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all I've got. Yeah. I'm, I'm good too. Perfect. All right. Uh, next week, we'll put movie challenge and. Yeah, Something. it'll be a ch- it'll be a surprise because we haven't picked. Yeah. We're watching I'll, I'll actually I'll, I will tell you tonight. Oh, fancy! I yeah. don't know if I will. Oh, okay. Well, I'll look around. I might get you to watch something on Disney Plus. I feel like we haven't done that Ooh, yet. Ooh, I love Disney Plus. Perfect. All right, move on. Nancy, <laughs> you're watching that on your own. That's so the pay. Where we talked about the paywall, but that's just to me. I just, uh, yeah, I have no problem paying for it. But I just like you already pay for Disney Plus. I understand that they're gonna release it for free whenever yeah, in December. Yeah, but that's when it would come out on DVD, which I understand it. But it's more like, okay, how much is a movie ticket? Twelve, fifteen bucks, whatever. Sure. Okay, so I guess maybe then if there's two of you and it's fifteen bucks, then thirty dollars is worth it. But to well, me, like I just, you're not going to the movies. Well, I guess you can go to the movies by yourself. I'm not saying that, but most of the time you're going with someone. So yeah. for me, 30 bucks, I'm willing to pay because I think they put a lot of money and I it's one of my favorite stories. So it's going to be my birthday present to myself. That's it. All right. Yeah. So we're all done. Thanks for listening. And then we'll see you next time. Yes. Pop pinion.